Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Hey, We're Talking Here. We've got some movies to talk about. Not really any TV shows, but some movies. Yeah, great. And I've got a couple of games, two games. I'm not going to talk about them for a long time, but I will talk about them. So if there's any drilling in the background that you can hear, we apologise. It just like literally started before we recorded, so it stopped at the moment, but... I imagine it will be back, so if you can hear that, just ignore it. Um, <laughs> pretend it's one of life's headaches. Yep. It's just one of those things, all right? So we'll talk about, uh, what are we talking about? We've got Fright Fest Halloween. We've got Fright Fest Halloween, the three films that we saw. Yep. We've got Slaughterhouse Rules. Yep. And we've got Overlord. And yep. I have Spyro and Pokemon Let's Go. Awesome. All right, let's do this. So I got to see three movies at Fright Fest. It was um, Reborn... Parallel and Mara, um, and then we had to go. But in those three movies we saw, um, let's start with Reborn. It's basically a sort of, I guess, it's a movie about like this stillborn baby who was like hit by lightning and then it comes to life. So it sounds pretty fucked up, and it kind of is when you think about it. But it was it was an interesting concept, and I was like interested. Is it you know that's how you want to start your day is by watching that, I guess. Watching dead babies come back. To <laughs> yeah, life. and she has like these electrokinetic powers yeah. electrokinesis <laughs> yeah and um she's like been so like a morgue attendant or whatever just like takes her home yeah takes her home abuses her for yeah, a while until she turns 18 so she looks like really pale and like <laughs> crappy because she's not seeing the light of day so um and then she wants to go find her mom um who's played by barbara crampton yeah she's like a fright fest fave so um yeah, I like her. She's she's good. She's, yeah, she's, she's got this fun. thing about her. She's just kind of cool. I don't know. Um, yeah, so what did you think? Um, I... I would say it was my least favourite. It was my least favourite, yeah. but not in a bad way. Yeah. It was... I don't think it was that great. Yeah. It was, it was fun. It was fun. It wasn't necessarily I, terrible. It's just like... I don't think it took itself too seriously. Yeah. Or at least by the end it didn't. I think it was the bit where the, there's like this detective who's like investigating like all these murders. Yeah. Um, well, they're not murders. They look like accidents, but it's like all to do with electricity and he's just like looking up electrokinesis and everyone... <laughs> the murderer has, telekine- <laughs> has every, electrokinesis. And oh every, everyone just started laughing. <laughs> It's just one of those funny no, movie so things, you know. It's just like he's a detective, and yeah. like the first thing that comes to his mind is like clearly natural powers. It's supernatural because I'm not a rational human <laughs> being or anything. <laughs> but yeah, that was quite funny. Um, I but obviously I, enjoyed Barbara. I don't yeah, know, she was quite the, good. The girl in it, she was alright. I don't think she was great, but like you know, she did the job, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of worked that one. Um, I don't think the detective guy was too brilliant because he's supposed to have this sort of thing with like Barbara's character, but he just seems a bit flat sometimes. Yeah, so it, it doesn't it didn't, really it work. Didn't really, there wasn't really connection there. There wasn't it too didn't really much chemistry, well. really. I think that would have been better. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have. Oh, uh, they had the the composer for the movie there. Um, he sounded really cool. I liked him a he lot. He really nerdy. And he's really, he's really cute, and I love him. Um, he was like, yeah, they. I finished the school like three days ago, and I'm like. God, I relate. <laughs> yeah, so um, he was cool, and because the director can be there, so I, I don't know. It's kind of nice when they have like someone who's not necessarily yeah, always like people. yeah, like when you have like the editor there or something, or someone who's like more behind the scenes. You don't always necessarily see them at the foot because you always get the direct give the director all the credit. Mm. It's nice to see someone who's actually put so much work into give it. Give them some time yeah. to shine. Yeah, and I really like it made me notice the music more and i was like noticing the work i think his music was one of the favorite things about the movie 
um, because I sort of noticed it more and I was thinking about the work he'd done. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, so I think that's all I have to say about that one. Do you have any more? It was a bit weird. There were, the, the ending was very strange. It, it kind of became a bit self-referential yeah. by the end. I didn't really understand it, but yeah. I, I was overhearing some people, and apparently it was quite clever if yeah. you understood it. Yeah. But um, like it, it, um, maybe it went over our heads a little bit yeah. because we don't really like it. Referenced Carrie and yeah. that sort of thing. Oh yeah. So maybe it was maybe it was better than we realised. Yeah. But it, it was. It I was did quite right. like the end. Um, I think I got some of it. It was a bit maybe strange. But yeah, I think um, then parallel we saw which is like. Um, these group of friends like create this app and um, it's not going very well they one of the people they used to work with like is making the app quicker or something they want to catch up they can't make it in time Um, so they're basically losing a lot of money and um, they find in the house at like a hidden attic I guess and there's like a mirror in there and it's turns out it's like a portal to parallel universes where it's very Twilight Zone. Apparently, the director was very inspired by that, which I really like. Um, I like. I haven't seen tons of the Twilight Zone, but I really like it for what I have seen. Um, just those little things, like something's a little bit different in each universe they go to, um, and they're trying to investigate. Like, and they end up using it for their own benefit, and it's just like you have the one character who's like this is kind of wrong and like you're kind of rooting for them <laughs> and the rest of them are like you're the it's rest like of them are dicks, the man. rest of them are trash That's so horrid. <laughs> they are they're like it's like you're terrible people like you are the worst but also it's like would i do this if the if i had a well, maybe not to the degree that they did it, <laughs> not but. to the degree they to the degree they did but maybe just to benefit myself a little bit let's kidnap loads of people and <laughs> Oh yeah, people. it just spirals out of control really, and one of them's like a complete like narcissist. Prick. He's the worst, and um, yeah, I did really. I think it felt a bit too long, but like I think it was a really yeah. cool movie, and like I like what it did with it. Um, the fact that they find this thing, and you know, you're kind of rooting for some of them at the beginning, but then you know, some of them are just like, oh, it's like you're terrible people now. Um, and then yeah. there's that one guy that you're still like, oh, I like him. Um, it kind of chronicles yeah. their descent into madness. A yeah. Bit. I, I don't know. I wasn't that keen on it. Mm. it was, initially, I thought it was going to be more like comedy horror. Yeah. And I feel like with the um, the premise of parallel universes and stuff, they could have made it a comedy horror really, really well. Yeah. The way they went into it, it wasn't really a horror at all. It was barely, I don't know. I wasn't that keen on it. It was barely sci-fi, to be honest. Like when they went into the parallel universes, like they... I feel like they could have explored the idea of parallel universes a bit more. Mm. Like how, like, as you said, there's it's essentially the same, but there's like subtle differences. You didn't really see the differences. Mm. It was essentially just them going, "Oh, it's slightly different," but you didn't you didn't see the differences. Yeah, it was just like more like a it was they. It, it was just like a different shade yeah, of they, blue they found, when it was in the parallel universe. And it was yeah. like, what? Give it, show us something. I thought it was cool that they were like, oh yeah, it's more like the creative decisions that people make that are different. Like, so it's yeah. more like the art side of things, um, and sometimes the science. Um, but so. it, but it but when it was that, it was really unsubtle yeah. differences. Like, oh, in our world, we trying to create a parking app in their world they've got futuristic technology and it's like what <laughs> I, I don't know it didn't it didn't work for if me if you like physically well. see some differences like, yeah um i don't know maybe maybe it would have been a bit a bit better yeah and i think it took itself a bit too seriously yeah like it could have been quite a fun-ish movie but it was just like oh my god this is dragging on a little like the act don't get me wrong the acting was good yeah the acting i really like was the really acting good. the um 
in the cinematography and everything, it looked really nice. Mm. I just didn't really like the general story of it. Mm. I thought it could have been maybe a bit lighter. Yeah. They, it annoyed me a little bit. Mm. And, like, there wasn't really a happy... And I don't want to um, ruin it, but there wasn't... No, ending was a bit ambiguous. It wasn't really very I wish happy. It, yeah, I wish it had more of a solid ending. Like, yeah. That it wasn't... It was as, a bit like, like obviously, okay. we kind of like ambiguous endings sometimes, but I felt like it should have had, like, been more tied so, together. Yeah. Um, whether that have been a happy or sad ending, I don't really care. But it's just like if something had just been tied up a bit more. So it was a bit stupid. Yeah, I was just I was kind of confused. I was like, okay, then I guess that's happened. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I I don't know. Like I think it could have been a bit cleaner. I guess mm. is what I'm trying to say. I don't really know. It didn't really do it for me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it could have been a nice fun and and, and again, I, I I would. There was another film like this in the actual Fright Fest weekend. I can't remember what it was. Mm. Um, but it didn't really feel like it belonged in Fright Fest. Because mm. there was like two murders which were really like clean. Like, like There wasn't really horrorish at all. Like which as I one? said, it was. I can't remember what one in the Fright Fest weekend. But in terms of parallel, mm. it wasn't really horrorish in any way, I felt like. Mm. I, I just feel like it didn't really belong in Fright Fest. Maybe that's a bit mean, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I don't know. I, I would sort of disagree, but I will go into that. <laughs> um, and then the last film is Mara, Mara, which I think is probably my favorite. Fucking scared it the was, shit out of It me. was kind of between Parallel and Mara for me, but like, I think Mara's kind of, it, it did actually make me want to scream a little bit, not in terms of like jump scares, but in terms of the fact that it made me so anxious when, because so it's about sleep paralysis and this um, psychologist who is investigating this death. Um, and the, so this guy and his wife were like getting divorced or something. Um, and he ends up dead. It's like weird, like death. Mm. And they think that the mum did it. So she ends up in a mental institution and she, so the psychologist feels really guilty about it. Um, and she's just trying to figure out what's... Because she's not convinced yeah. that it's her, but she also doesn't want to believe that it's a sleep demon because that's a bit yeah, crazy. because the mum's just going, oh, it was the sleep demon Mara. It was Mara. And it's like, you're fucking crazy, but she's not. <laughs> so um, she's, like, trying to figure out an alternative solution, but it turns out she's she ends up Yeah, she starts going getting a bit, haunted by yeah. Mara. Um, and I really like... Uh, there's a character called Doug in this who's, like... Yeah. He's so woke in terms of like the sleep demon. <laughs> He's like He's he knows so what's great. going on, and I I loved him. And the best thing was that his son was at the Q and A at the end, and real um because they did a Q and A at the end of the movie, and his son was there, and he's like, "Why do <laughs> he was asking the writer, why do you always call, kill my dad in the movie? <laughs> it was the cutest thing." And everyone was just like, "Oh, I love you," <laughs> and it was just really sweet. Um, it yeah, was just I like, oh, I've just got one of those faces. Son. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. Um, yeah, but um. Oh, what's her name? Olga. What's her face? Isn't it? I'm sorry, I can't remember her last name. It was really. I'm sure it's a long one, but she's in um, Johnny English Three. Oh. Basically, she's like, um, yeah, she's sort of more of an A-list actor now, I guess. Um, oh god, I can't pronounce her name. Oh. Olga Kurilenko. We're, we're sorry, we butchered that. I have no idea. But I liked her. I thought she was really good. So I hadn't really seen yeah, her same. in anything else before, other than Johnny English. So I don't think that's the best. Like she wasn't, she was good in it, but like yeah. it's Johnny English. I mean, yeah, it it's not the really best measure her. of yeah. like acting ability, I think. Yeah. But um, she was really good in this, and I like the horror of like the sleep process. I like how they made it, like how they portrayed it with the camera. They look made it look really cool. Um, 
and it's just like so, almost like suffocating when you look at it and it's like because i've had sleep yeah. paralysis and i just looked at it and i was like i want to die this is horrible <laughs> it was because when like when she was in sleep paralysis and she couldn't move it was like the camera didn't move yeah so you felt like, it was like oh, you were sucked into it well. like um like I, just, I can't yeah. look away either yeah but i really want to it's just like i was internally screaming like because i know what it feels like and i'm lucky to not be one of those people who sees sleep demons when it happens but like just not being able to move is just the most terrifying thing and it's like you you just can't breathe and it's like oh it's horrible so just watching it on screen like that is just awful and i love it <laughs> so i just thought it was the most effective movie for me this week on the weekend um i think it achieved what it wanted really well yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I like the fact that um because it was like mara was this kind of whole like sort of conspiracy of like oh people see her but no one believes yeah. that people are seeing her and the way they did it and like she haunts you in mm. stages mm. which kind of it worked because it was like the psychologist saw a bit of her then saw a bit more of her mm. then saw a bit more of her then started seeing her in the day and saw more of her and more of her until eventually it was like the longest fucking shot of mara walking down the dark uh, with to her. bones cracking and just, it was disgusting it was it was really horrific and yeah like the noises for the bone cracking were just like gross yeah someone asked like how they came up with sound effects like that like oh there's some like bubble wrap and like Mm. you know i don't know just like it's like oh yeah i could i think i could provide some pretty good sound effects for that my bones crack all the time (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna like go to a sound effects company just be like yeah there we go uh yeah it was gross i hated it but I loved it. It was so great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite. It, it was. It was. It was quite. Um, it was a straightforward kind of. I mean, it was not straightforward. It had a bit of a sleep paralysis twist on it, but it was essentially straightforward kind of. Um, unlike the other two that we saw, mm. kind of supernatural haunting yeah. film. And it's nice to see some of and those some, every now and again. Yeah, there were some points where, like, you were considering, oh, are they crazy? Are they just like? A, is it mm. just like a psychological thing, or it's like a group hysteria type thing where they're just all seeing what? Because if you think about it, it's like an old lady, which is quite generic. Like, if you mention that to someone, you could easily just imagine that up. Um, So it's like, are they, like, imagining it, or is they actually being haunted? I mean, obviously... It was was kind of like, I don't know if you know, it was kind of like an it, almost it reference. When, like, she appears after a... um, She starts appearing and killing people after a big tragedy. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and... um, I think the idea is that, like, she goes after people who feel guilty. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what do, what do these characters have to feel guilty about? Like, there's a little girl who's, like, haunted. It's, like, really sad. And it's like, oh, that's and really... The, yeah, the director was like... Because um, obviously we, we all feel guilty about something. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, whether so it's, any like... any of us could be haunted. Even if you're not actually guilty, you think you are. If you can't get over it, you're fucked. Because this demon's going to come after you anyway. She don't give a Fucking shit. Demon. Piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. So that was really... I like that. It was really creepy because you're like thinking like, why is she going after these people? Like, how is she choosing them? And it's like, this is gross. <laughs> and there are some jump scares in there too, but it's like mostly just like the camera not moving is yeah, what makes you feel up the, the, the tension. The and the tension. The music was pretty good. Like um, you see a bit of her and it like, it zooms in ever so slightly. You're like, you can't really see it very well. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And then it'll like yeah. move and it'll be like, shit, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Will jumped a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Um, yeah, so I think that's all we have to talk about for Breakfast Halloween. I do have a quick one mm-hmm. that I think we should mention because it was actually really, really good. Oh, we talk about short film. The short yeah. film Deep Clean. Yeah, that was good. Which was before Parallel. Yeah, so it was sort of really like... Really good, man. I think it was in about 20 minutes, maybe. 
Um, it's quite yeah. a long one, but like I think it's like a proof concept type thing. I think they're yeah. going to make it into a feature length, which is really good. I really hope they do. I like it because it's like... Um, I, I thought it was the beginning of Parallel for the <laughs> beginning because I forgot that it was happening. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, this is really, really cool. Yeah. Like the... Um, essentially, it was like construction workers, mm. but they're actually demon hunters mm. kind of thing, which was a really, really cool concept. Yeah. It's almost like Ghostbusters or something. Yeah. But it's like they have like that kind of... Um, they're sort of under this, like, sort of, um, you know what I mean? Like a, like a, kind a of guys, tent, like yeah. a, they're like a, they've got this cover sort of going. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like British geezers and I love it. No, it's great. Because <laughs> they're just like chilling and like, I don't know, it's really good. Um, and also the aliens are, things yeah. are really creepy and it like, like gross. It was like an evil baby doll It was like in creature. a sort of mannequin thing. It was like gross. And it just, like, With goes tentacles. down this guy's mouth, and it's like, ugh, I hate it. I was, it was like, I was like, a really horrible baby, like... <laughs> it was almost like the like, thing oh, or gross. something, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Um, yeah, so that was that was really good. That was really... Yeah, I really hope they make a, mm. more of that, because that was really fun. Mm. So I'm going to talk about my um, two games that I got this week. First one is Spyro, which, as most of you should know, is um, a very, very classic PS PlayStation game back in the day back in back in the day back in the old times back when I was happy <laughs> and it's been similar to Crash Bandicoot a long time ago though <laughs> yeah a very long time ago it's similar to Crash Bandicoot it's been um, remastered or reignited as it's called I like that it's very yeah, um, yeah. cool Spyro Trilogy reignited it sounds really awesome and it's um, well, it sounds really awesome because it is really awesome I mean it's just like fucking fuck me man the graphics are bloody amazing like unbelievably solid fucking graphics like i'm not i'm not usually i've said this before i'm not usually like oh the graphics are amazing well you have been when we talk about this i'm sorry (laughs) but they're really 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 fucking good Uh, and it's like the controls are so fucking smooth and it's really easy to master because i saw a um a small playthrough back at e3 and they were struggling a little bit and i was like okay i'm a little worried this is going to be a bit difficult like is this going to be a bit you know, wonky, a bit clunky controls, but no, they're really, really like they're as smooth as silk. <laughs> they're so nice, and uh, I mean, again, I, I'm not going to talk a lot about it because I haven't really played much of it. It came out on Tuesday, I want to say Tuesday. I've only played it about twice because the first night fucking took ages to fucking upload. But I'm gonna, I'm not going to talk about that. So I knew you've been playing it because um, <laughs> we're friends on PS4. So like I, I'd seen that you'd like got trophies and shit, and I was like, oh. yeah. I was like thinking, wow, he must be so happy right now. I'm so happy. Like, <laughs> wow. The trophies are so fun. And, like the enemies are fun and just collecting the gems it's really it really is like a fucking i know nostalgia is fucking big at the moment obviously and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't this really really works really well it's a really good game i'm not gonna say a lot about it because i haven't played much about it but it's really awesome it's a really nice remaster really fucking lovingly remastered really beautiful really nice to play not too difficult but not not so easy that it's not fun it's it's very fun to play so i definitely recommend it I know you're getting it for Christmas, so yeah. I hope so. I put it on my my list. I haven't really got a list. I just sent my mum WhatsApp messages, like oh, pictures yeah. of stuff I want. Give me Spyro. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I think you'll enjoy it, because it's quite a simple, relatively simple kind of platformer mm. kind of game. See, I'm really bad at games, so this could mm. be right for me. Yeah. It's, ni- it's <laughs> nice simple. and relaxed. <laughs> it's like there's not really much pressure in it. Yeah. It's nice and relaxed. nice and relaxed. Not calm, like life calm or death. Playing. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Can't play through. That sounds fun. 
And the second one I got, which came out only yesterday, so again, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, um, is Pokemon Let's Go. And there's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I got Pikachu. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, we can also talk about Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. About it. <laughs> um, the main difference between the two being that um, your companion is either Pikachu or Eevee, obviously, but there's also some exclusive Pokemon to each game, I believe. Um, essentially, essentially, it is a way of reintroducing the world of Pokemon to kids. And I don't want that to be like it's a children's game, because it's, it's not a children's game, but it is essentially. But it's still very fun. It, it's essentially a 3D, um, 3D graphics, really cool graphics, 3D graphics retelling of the like first ever like original Pokemon game, again, back in the day. I think it was even before my day, to be honest, uh, ages ago. I used to love Pokemon. It's fucking amazing. And it's, it's essentially the same story, but with some added tidbits, um some added new things like you can teach your pokemon new moves which are really cool and you can search for new like you can tailor your search for pokemon so if you're looking for a specific type of pokemon or a specific stat at one stage you can do that so if you want to like really tailor your if you're really like a hardcore like i really want to get the perfect team the perfect team of pokemon together then you can do the that. Avengers. <laughs> exactly but um but if you just want to like casually play through like really i don't really care that much um about having the perfect team of pokemon i just kind of like gotta catch him oh that's my gotta catch him oh that's gotta beautiful catch him oh got with you. <laughs> damn straight um. i just like catching them all and letting them all evolve like that's the, that's the only <laughs> thing that really annoys me about the game is the choice because you get like loads of really good pokemon like semi-early and it's like, but I haven't finished evolving my other Pokemon. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> so, but yeah, it's um. So I know some people were complaining that it's like, oh, it's too easy. Why does everyone want every game to be really difficult? It's just not, it's similar, similarly to Spyro. It's just kind of like a nice, calm playthrough. It's got so much fucking charm in it. From the very first cutscene where Pikachu or Eevee, whichever one you got, appears to you, your heart will melt into a tiny little pond of heart pieces. And it's like, oh my goodness, it's so cute! <laughs> it's so fucking cute, man. Oh. And it's just, it's really fun to play. It's, um, yeah, I would recommend that one as well. So that's about it from me. Cool. But we've got to talk about Detective oh, Pikachu. So it's fucking amazing. When I heard about this, I didn't know Detective Pikachu was a thing. Yeah, so I was it's like, an actual game. It's an actual thing, and I didn't know that. And I'm, I just feel like I've been missing out, yeah. and that's sad. But everyone was like, what the fuck, when they heard about this live-action movie? And then they saw a trailer, and we just had the same like reaction, where we were yeah. just like, this looks amazing. And Ryan Reynolds is doing the voice, and I'm like... That's at first right. I was like, that's strange, because like, he's got like a... He's not manly, but like you know what I mean? Like It's like mm. you would expect like a cute sort of like voice. Um, but it's just... It's really funny. I don't know. I love the trailer. I love the bit where they're sort of interrogating that. Oh, Mr. Um, Mime. Yeah. It's so creepy. And and he looks really creepy, but he's like, oh, just mime what you want to say. <laughs> and then they just like, and Pikachu's like, oh, I uh, push everyone away and then I freak out when they leave. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, why is this so funny? Like, Pikachu, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you making me sad right now? <laughs> it's just like, oh, bless him. He looks really fluffy and cute. Yeah. And I love him. Like and the live action Pokemon. Like, it, it looks a little bit from the trailer, it looks a little bit like it's going to be crap. 
but everyone's going to see it for the live action Pokemon. Yeah, totally. Because they look so cool. Like Psyduck yeah. looks so fucking awesome. <laughs> All the other Pokemon, live action Charizard, oh, it's going to be so great. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what. Do you know what's out? I think it's next year. Yeah, next year sometime. Um, yeah, so that's it. Nice. So Overlord came out recently. Um, we initially got excited about this because we'd seen like a trailer and a short clip of it at Fright Fest. They were showing like an exclusive thing for it. And we were like, oh, this looks really fucking good. Um, and then it came out like last week and there were like four people in the cinema with us. And it was no, so, so sad depressing. because it was really good. I really liked it. It was a nice, clean, solid... Horror. Yeah, I mean, uh, White Russell, who's Kurt Russell's son, isn't it? And he's just as badass. And you look at him so and you're like, cool. he looks exactly like Kurt Russell in the thing. And it's really weirding me out. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so the I didn't realize it was going to be set in World War II. So it's like these soldiers, um, they end up in this like, it's, it's based on a real thing. Like, pro, was it like Project yeah. Overlord or something? I don't, I didn't know I that. I think there was I an know. actual mission called Overlord. Yeah, Overlord or something. It's like an actual thing. Um so I quite like that. Um, and they end up in this town that's taken over by Germans. And so they like, uh, so they're going to this church or something. Yeah, they to block, to destroy a transmitter or something so yeah. that the Air Force can come in. Yeah, but it turns out there's like scientific experiments going on there. And they, um, this guy, I can't remember his name, but the main guy in it um, finds out. Um, and he's like, we've got to go back and like blow it up. It. <laughs> and it's it's really... It felt like a video game at times. Which it was. Like, I'll tell you what it was. It, it felt whether very or not they, Whether or not they actually meant it, I don't yeah. know. It was very much Call of Duty Zombies. Yes. Very much Call yeah, of Duty I Zombies. I think it hit me like how much of a video game felt at the beginning when the, like, the plane goes down and the guy parachutes out of there. And it just like the way the camera looks is like very... It made me feel like I was in, in mm. it. It was like, really cool. Um, it looks really cool and grungy i just like it um and it does actually have like even the title had like a sort of old timey feel yeah, to yeah. it um like <laughs> the, the grainy only... film yeah, yeah which was cool um but it does also feel quite modern at the same time it's really weird um yeah so i really like that i'm not a fan of war movies and like no. i i really am not I don't a fan mind them. i don't know it's just like war movies and gangster movies are, right. are like my least favorite kind of movies for some reason oh. um but this was like a good war movie and like most of it was because um, it was a war movie with a twist. And it just had, like, some horror element. Like, it's more towards the end is where the horror... Like, the second half of the movie is where the horror comes in. And I'd say it's very, like, um, sort of Cronenberg, yeah, John the... Carpenter-type body horror. Mm. Um, and it was really... I love that sort of thing. It's, like, really grotesque. and like yeah, and... Deform- There's this one guy who has, like, half a face, and it's, like, so cool. You see it on the poster, it's, like... It's awesome. And I just really like the character in it, like the main characters. Yeah, I've seen people say he's like the new Captain America type. Um, and I really like him. He's like the good guy. He's like got morals and shit. And it's like, I like you. I'm rooting for you. Damn straight. <laughs> and then White Russell's just there like, I want to blow everything up and just like. <laughs> I want to beat the shit out of some Nazis. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, they have, oh, he's so badass at the end. The ending is so cool. Yeah. Like, the, like The action scenes in this are really, really cool. Yeah, They're totally. Really awesome. Yeah. They're really well um, choreographed. Yeah, like the They're effects just like, in it are really good. Yeah, it's like as soon as it happens, you're just like, nice. <laughs> yeah, toy. <laughs> yeah, um, I just love the ending. Um, it's just kind of like sad, but also like, because there's a, like a sacrifice, I won't spoil it, but sacrifice is made. And like, 
you know, to save everyone else. But there's also like a happy ending, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. not like like you said, not a hand out of the grave, not like a no. a twist ending where it's like, oh, is it gonna carry on or something? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like no, it's a solid ending where it ties everything together, that's and it's nice. actually kind of happy. And it's like, oh, that's the end of the movie. It's great. Um, I really enjoyed that. I'm feeling happy. Yeah, unusual, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, a, that's a unusual for him. Usually there's like a, always, you know, open for sequel oh, type Martins thing. Are still there. But this Ooh. felt like one solid movie on its own. Yeah. And it's sad that it probably won't get seen by mainstream audience. It's a shame. Which is, it really is a shame, because it's, it's just not a, just it's plain a, horror, is it? Yeah, but it's not, it's, not, it's not just for horror fans, it's not just for action fans, it's yeah. not just for war fans. It kind of... It kind of measures it all it together. It caters to... A wider audience. Yeah, it's kind of funny in places, you know. Mm. Um, it's kind of sad and like, I, I just really like the characters in it, you know. Um, I think it deserves better than it probably got. I don't know how well it's done, but judging by the amount of people in the cinema on its opening <laughs> opening day, I don't know. Mm. Um, I hope it. I, I mean, it's got good reviews, so I just hope that maybe some people see it and be like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> so yeah, um, I hope that does well. Same. Yep. That was and really good. Yeah, um, except for the, the, the end, there's like rap mu- music playing. It's oh, like yeah. so out of place. It's God like it. it's like whenever there's a black guy in the movie, they have to put rap music, and it's like even though it doesn't work, it's like okay. This it wasn't is, even a good song. No, it was like weird because especially because they gone to the trouble of making the title look like old. Mm. It's like why is there rap music playing right now? It felt really weird out of place, but. Um, yeah, I really love the movie overall. I don't think it's really anything bad I have to say about it, in fact. No, I... Some really cool shots in there. It was very solid. Yeah. The um, acting was great. The aesthetic was great. It yeah. looked fucking awesome. Mm. It was a solid, clean film from start to finish. There were some really badass moments in it. Mm. It was a fun time. And it wasn't too mm. long. It didn't feel too long. No, either. I didn't. And you rooted for every character. Yeah. Apart from the Nazis, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> don't root for the Nazis. That's like, not good. <laughs> like, even the They're kind just the of worst. dick character. Yeah. Even by the end, he kind of became nice and was like, yeah, I like him as well now. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice film. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, talk about Slaughterhouse Rules. Slaughterhouse Rules. So, another one that didn't get what it deserved because... I heard some bad reviews about it. Yeah. It's like, leave it alone, man. I think it was a fun movie. It like, was. Yeah, it's got um, Simon Pegg, Nick Cage in it. Um, Asa Butterfield is someone people will recognise probably. Michael Sheen? Michael Sheen, of course. Um, He's really awesome. Yeah. And I think the guy from Aragon's in this. I didn't realise, I I was like, I recognise him, but he looks kind of different. Like, he looked a bit like his face is thinner, and I'm like, he looks, but he had like Draco Malfoy hair. So I was like, (laughs) I didn't quite recognise him, but I think it is him because he was on a talk show the other day. Anyways, um, yeah, so this is like a, this guy is sent to a boarding school. Yeah, a really posh English boarding school. Yeah, he's like a sort of northern guy. His mother like saved up for him to get this good opportunity. Um, and he goes to like this posh boarding school. And uh, yeah, some people are like complete dicks in it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like rich, like, you know. Um, and there's like a fracking thing going on there. So it's like conspiracy. Yeah. And then they kind of dig up something. Evil creatures. Yeah, you know. Why not? It's like Um, essentially it turns into a bit of a creature feature. Yeah, it is funny. It's like a horror comedy creature Mm. feature thing. Um and I really like the main characters in this. I really like Ace of Butterfield's character. He's kind of funny and like um I like his friendship with the main character. Yeah, the they have good 
um, chemistry together. Yeah, yeah, totally. All the characters, like when they become the kind of gang at the end, like yeah. they just really play off of each other really well. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and obviously, Sam Pegg's really like likable in this. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I, I feel bad for you, man. You're like a sad character. And I feel that. <laughs> I mean, him and it's not really. I feel like him and Nick Frost being in the film are kind of like. They're just sort of like background. They're used as yeah. the selling point, yeah. but in the film they are actually kind of the background. Yeah, but they do add some, like... They do add, like... They obviously add that cool thing to it. Too. Margot Robbie's in this. It's weird. <laughs> um, I was like, what the fuck? Um, and, yeah, so I, I really like it. And it has some cool moments in it, some cool explosions, some yeah. cool effects in it. I just The creatures look really cool. Yeah, and, like, for... I imagine this wasn't a huge budget either, so... No, I think it's kind of cool. That's what they've done with it. It's pretty yeah. nice. It was obviously very Edgar Wright-inspired um, as well. I think the director said he liked to think of it as like a distant cousin from the Cornetto trilogy, yeah. which I kind of see it because like you see the scenes, you're like, that was obviously inspired by Edgar Wright, and I am so down for that. Like same, <laughs> um, yeah. And I just, I know it's got bad reviews, and like there was like no one in the cinema, but it's like, why? I know. It's fun. Just just sit down and enjoy yourself. Films okay? don't have to be fucking masterpieces. Stop being a grumpy fuck. Just enjoy yourself, <laughs> you know? It's just like you can't... Like it wasn't even, like, a badly made film. No, it's quite well-made film. Like, it was shot well, like, there was some cool music in it, and, like, you know, it was fun. Um, I think it was rated... Was it rated 15, I think? Maybe that was also why. Maybe it should have been rated... Well, if it was rated a 12, it would have been less gory and stuff, but I think it would have worked well. It probably would have found its audience more with, like, a younger rating Maybe. possibly i can't believe i'm saying that chloe what the fuck but yeah been a hard R. yeah no um i do i do like i do think that you shouldn't like sort of um go easy with your movie like in terms of like don't worry about the ratings you know what i mean mm. because obviously 12a sort of pg films are like obviously the sell it and the most popular ones people don't tend to see 15s and 18s so much which is why people are always so scared to like rate get a film rated like that but i think in this case maybe it would have been better as a 12a type thing which is the complete opposite of what i'd usually say <laughs> i just think it would have found like a more a bigger audience that way maybe yeah. um maybe it was just more for that younger audience i don't know yeah so i thought that was pretty good um did we see anything else remember it's been so long since it did an episode i've forgotten everything i watched um i guess i could talk about a couple of movies i watched but you wouldn't have seen them (laughs) i'll play off i'll play off your reaction (laughs) so as we spoke about last episode when see suspiria by dario argento um an italian jello director and i watched one of his more popular movies this week it's called deep bread because i've been obsessed with this podcast called the evolution of horror and i'm like watching all the films that they talk about because i'm like i need to educate myself so i watched this and this is very much like a classic jello film it was like it was like two over two hours long but it didn't feel that long and it was really it's weird okay because it went between i've had the english audio on and they some of the characters were talking english but then sometimes they just go into italian and i'm like i think it's dubbed i'm not like i don't so i had to have both that and some parts i was really confused hmm. anyways this film is about um, a jazz pianist in Italy, obviously, and... Do you like jazz? <laughs> Do you like jazz? Do you like jazz? <laughs> and then um, he witnesses this murder of this woman. Her head gets stuck through a window and that, you know. Oh, typical, beautiful. typical jazz. Yeah, gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> and then she's, like, 
sort of this psychic like so she was like there's this cool bit at the beginning where she's like doing a panel and she's like there's like evil and there's a killer in the room and it's like and then it's like um it's really cool because you get like those sort of point of view shots from the killer it's like you are creeping around in their shoes mm. um and so he goes ends up like obviously there's more murders he ends up on the sort of quest to like find out um who the killer is and he has like it's very like it does feel very noir in the sense that he has like a sort of um woman alongside him as well who's like she's kind of a it's really funny she's like a strong woman like she's a journalist but like um he's like oh yeah it's, you stupid liberated woman it's like it's like you are such a dick i hope you die <laughs> but he um is the main character so obviously he's not gonna die too too quick um and so it's weird i, d- I don't know what point they're trying to make with that i think i think she was just trying to prove him wrong <laughs> anyways um yes yeah, so there's really cool deaths in this like I don't know. I just, I really liked it. There's that really cool goblin music in it. Oh, yes. And the <laughs> creepy la 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 music. La, la, la. I can't remember how it goes, but it's like really like creepy. And I, I showed you a picture of this. There's a doll that shows up at oh, one point. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it, terrifying. it comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's just like creepy giggling coming towards the camera. And I'm like, mm. this is disgusting. And I hate it. And it's really creepy. I, there was the, <laughs> that was the scariest part of the movie. I had to like pause it. I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna get over that because that was that was so like it caught me off guard. <laughs> it's so creepy. Um, yeah, and there's like a twist ending, so like you think you know who the killer is, um, but it's not them. And it's like, oh, oh, and it turns out you've seen the killer already <gasps> at the beginning. It's like, oh, <gasps> you gotta look out. Oh, it's really good. Keep your eyes peeled. I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, cool music. It's, like, the best part for me. And there's this, like, really cool um, camera work at times where, obviously, you have those... It's made in the 70s, so they obviously have a lot of zooms in there. Mm-hmm. Not as noticeable as some other films, but, like, you know, I don't know why it's, like, such a thing. I watch 70s movies and they do that sort of zoom, like, a really quick zoom, and it's, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, like, really noticeable. Um, but there's this one bit where, like, um, obviously, you've got the glove killer, so you just see the hands, and, like it's going like a camera sort of panning over these like different objects and it's like really smooth and like mm. it's like oh i love this and then i also watched um alice sweet alice which is like a pre-halloween slasher film mm. um it's about this girl who's like um was well, these two sisters one of them the younger one gets murdered and people think it's the older sister alice because she's a bit crazy and she has some issues <laughs> um so it's like oh is it is it her? Is it is she actually like a sick psycho or like? But it's like really, I really like that it's like focusing on her and her mom and like the relationship as well, because there's like an aunt character in it who's like, oh, she's terrible and I hate Alice. <laughs> well, she's not like that, but she's like she's she's a real bitch and it's like, oh, I hate you Damn so it. much. Um, she's just the worst and <laughs> she's like really horrible to her. Um, and her but her mom is like, you know, I. It's like she's trying to understand her daughter and it's like really like, she's like, I love you, but I don't get it. Like, I don't get what your issue is. <laughs> so it's just really sweet because it's like her mom's not being a bitch. You you agree with, she's like actually trying to support her and it's just like she just doesn't understand what's going on. She's just trying to. And it's really sweet. Um, I think it does feel a bit too long, but um, it's really cool when you find out who the killer is. It's like dope. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I have to say. I just wanted to mention those because I thought they were kind of like I think they're kind of the sort of 
I think Alice Sweet House is one of those hidden gems that people don't really, because everyone thinks of Halloween as like, you know, perfecting the horror slasher tropes. Um, but there's like films before that, like I'm about to watch Black Christmas, which is like basically uh, yeah. Halloween before Halloween happened, <laughs> except that <Sarah> Christmas. <laughs> um, it's like, I've watched some of it and I it's, I've seen Black Christmas. It's really good. It's I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it so far. There's like, because this guy does like these phone calls and it's like, it's me, Billy. <laughs> it's like, it was so creepy. <laughs> He's so creepy. And there's this, I just watched the best death scene where, um, he has like a, you don't see his face, but, like, you see his, like, in the light, you sort of see his eye, and his eyes are, like, crazy. And he's just, like, murders someone with this, like, unicorn, like, trinket thing. I don't know. It's, like, like a little statue, and it's, like, really the best death scene. Like, one of my favorites. I love it. Um, yeah, and it's just, like, it's actually kind of feminist. Oh, like, for a slasher movie? Like, I'm well, confused. Alice, sweet Alice. No, um, Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Yeah, both of them, actually. Oh. Um, I would say. Yeah. Those damn feminists. <laughs> oh, and I do like Alice, Alice for its um, religious themes. It's like, basically, the little girl gets murdered at her communion thing, you know, and they like, you go in your white dress and, like, mm. promise to, I don't know. Promise Something. to sign the book of the beast. <laughs> totally will happen. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll update once I watch Black Christmas. I told people I was going to watch it, and they're like, it's too soon. It's not Christmas. I'm like, but it's a horror movie. I can watch it any time of the year. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. But gotta watch it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and then I've also ordered. I've also got um, the one from Fright Fest this year as well that we missed, so we can watch that. Oh, cool! But um, I've heard that's good. Like, I think Andy Nyman quite liked it, so I trust him. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we have to talk about. And that was our fifteenth episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we had lots no, of I fun. Did. <laughs> lots and lots of fun. So, of course, like we try to get into most of our episodes lately, we have to have a fuck-off moment of the week. And boy, do we have one. We do have one. So, Vogue made an article about how 2018 has been a bad year for horror, and it got exactly the reaction it wanted, because everyone hates it. Elijah Wood was yeah, like, yeah, fuck Yeah, I was you. looking at the comments, and Elijah Wood was like, this <laughs> no, is just No, but Elijah wrong. Wood does have a, an independent horror company. So, he... They produce Mandy and stuff like that. He is actually a horror like geek, I think. Yeah. So I only found that out like recently. I love it. Good old <laughs> Yeah, so um I think it did like I didn't even read it because I was like, I don't want to give no, it the like, clicks it wants. I'm not gonna give them the satisfaction of reading every, it. <laughs> like it was one time where actually reading the comments paid off. Because every comment was just like, fuck this man. Yeah. This is just wrong. Yeah, everyone's just like annoyed. And it's just like God, I because do not have enough time to tell you how wrong you yeah. are. <laughs> don't write about horror shit if you're not don't know anything about fucking horror. Yeah, or don't not even fucking like horror at all. Yeah, like because I was always people before I got into horror. I was like, oh, horror seems like shit. Like, but you just have to know where to look. Yeah, and it's just a matter it's been of like fucking great it's, for horror it's films been this brilliant. year. Man. In fact, I like. I mean, we we I'm started sure most this year have. with ghost stories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that Ghost was the best fucking film of the entire fucking year out yes. of every single film. Yeah, I mean, that was up there for sure. Like, it was really good. It, it's definitely one of my favourites this year. Um, it's just like, fuck's sake. People are so stupid. <laughs> They're prudes is what they are. They're yeah. complete prudes and snobs. Yeah. I, I get that not everyone likes it because, you know, not everyone can handle violence, stuff like I that. But it's like, fine art. that doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> Precisely. Like, just because I don't like war movies doesn't mean that they're all bad. Just like, because that's just I don't fact. like westerns yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean that they're all Yeah, I'm not a fan bad. of westerns either. Yeah. See, they're, like, some of the people's favourites, but, like, 
There's just this thing. But, you, you know, you can't just, just go, oh, uh, I mean, I haven't seen any romantic comedies yeah. this year because I don't particularly like them. But I wouldn't go on a fucking article of a semi-well-respected magazine and go, this year's been a shit year for rom-coms. Because yeah. I have no fucking clue. Yeah? Mm, exactly. I mean, like it might you, have been, I don't know. Yeah. Like, do your fucking research. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See like, some horror films and then actually talk about it. Yeah. Uh, it's like, because... If you think, like, I say most of the worst horror films are the ones that get the most attention. Yeah. The ones right. that are meant for, you know, just, you know, like some jump scares. Proper just, mainstream ones. Yeah, like, I don't know, Paranormal Activity was really popular. I know, it was I really absolutely shit, hated man. it. I thought it was, te- I thought that was, like, bad. Like, Blair Witch, the first one? I didn't like the first one at all. Second one's fucking great. Yeah, second one. Second one. Everyone else thinks the opposite, but I'm like, I don't care. I think the first second one one's good. sucks, man. Yeah, I don't... Stop living in the past. Yeah, like, some of these popular ones, like, you watch it and it's like, I don't get it. Like, um, you know? Like, mm. I can understand why some of them are quite important, but, like, why... You know, you really have to... It's one of those things where, like, a lot of the independent, like, creators are, like, some of the best. Yeah. I think when you, like, dig into, like, the low-budget stuff, that's when you can find some really good things. Like, it, it's... I know it's the case for most things, but, like, when you... I think it's one of the most creative like even though like a lot of horror is like repetitive like some of it might follow a formula but like not all of it's the same every fucking genre of film follows it's, a, exactly a set of rules. all the same like i understand like slasher movies let's say for example is probably the most probably the least respected type of horror movie which is a shame because it is like very formulaic but i think it's one of the most fun exactly <laughs> and it's like just get over yourself and enjoy it like oh you know what? i watched i watched Nightmare on Elm Street 3. That's what oh, I watched. Yeah. I watched that the other day. That's so great. I think, I think that's one of my favourites. of the, like, I've It's only because that's when three. it starts to actually get proper funny. It's really camp. And like they even have the Dream Warriors song at the end. Yes. Dream Warriors. And it's like... oh, And like some of it's like really like... For example, like... Um, so they're all in a mental institution or what, the, mm-hmm. whatever. They're all suicide, suicide kids. Like the way he like kills them is like really like ironic and like cruel. Yeah. And like sick. But it's also quite funny. Because Freddy Krueger for me is like, it doesn't he is funny, but kid. yeah, like like he has the needles for ha- yeah. like fingers, um, and what the puppet one is uh, one of the most iconic things I've ever seen. Like it's truly like one of the best. Like I'd heard about it, but when I saw it, I was like, this is so sick. I love it. Um, and I don't know, it's just like really like sad. And then there's just the bit at the end where they basically become like a weird eighties like camp Avengers, yes. but in the dream. <laughs> And it's just the best. I love it. Um, yeah, and just Freddy Krueger is just one of my favourite horror icons, I think. Because he's just so, like... Because he is kind of, like, funny and also really cruel and messed up at the same time. Mm. Um, I mean, he is a child murderer. But, <laughs> you know, it's just there's something about him. And I think the remake completely missed everything that made it... That. We don't I can't even. Would you remember last time we skipped through it and we didn't miss a goddamn thing? Yeah. And because you had to, re, you had to watch it again for your like essay or something, and we were just like bored. Like yeah, you could tell, you could tell the actors didn't want to be there, <laughs> and they were actors that I like, and you could just tell they didn't want to do this. Um, it was terrible, but they just missed everything that just made the original so fun, and like it was just dead, like completely fucking. Dead. And I actually really like the actor who played Freddy in the remake, um, Haley something. He's well-known because he's, like, in Watchmen and Preacher and stuff like that. He's a good actor. I don't think he did a bad job, but I think the script was just shit. And 
the intention behind it was just shit. I don't know, it was just bad. Anyway, I went on a round about Nightmare on I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was our fuck-off moment of the week. I guess the other fuck-off moment of the week would be Stan Lee died, I guess. Um, Which is sad. And uh, William Goldman, what his name is, who wrote Princess Bride and several screenplays, like mm. um, Butch Cassidy and stuff like that. Um, he's... It's really sad that it's the, like I've actually ordered the book and then he like the day after he died. What have you done? <laughs> I was like, what did I do? I, I finished reading um, Carrie Elwes. I can't remember his name. Elwes's book on making the Princess Bride this week oh. um, as well. That was really fun. It was really like sweet to see like how much fun people have making the movie and stuff. Um, yeah, so I guess that's the end of our podcast. I'm sorry for rambling so much, but I had a lot to talk about this week. You did. Um, yeah. So we'll see you next time. And is there anything coming out, do you think? Oh, Suspiria, but it's not oh, on yeah. anywhere. It's not, oh. I can't fucking find it. God damn it. I should have seen the preview when it was on the Prince Charles. I'm sure they have that on soon, but yeah, probably. it's just not in anywhere. And um, yeah, original six, I really enjoyed the original. And I want to see what the... I heard the ending's different. Like, this is like a twist ending or something. I think it'd be really cool. <laughs> you want to kill Helen DeMarco? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no one else is going to get that one. Because <laughs> we are. No you one... can't kill Helen. <laughs> no one else will get it because they weren't there and you had to be there for that to be funny. Oh, just the guy behind us. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to think about when I think about Suspiria now. So I love when I mention it and you just like. I didn't find it funny at all. I found it kind of creepy. And then the guy behind us when we were leaving just did the impression. And I was like, I love it. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so good. Anyway, so yeah, we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye.